It's a Welcome back to Betting with Babies, the ultimate guide for sports betting dads. Each week, we break down our best bets, rank our top touchdown scores, and as always, we dive into the dad zone where we'll share valuable tips, stories, and perspectives on being the best dads you can be during this exciting sports season. I'm your passive-aggressive host, Mr. Clutch, and I'm here with my co-host, Mr. Bet With Your Heart, Not With Your Head. And we are riding solo today as we head into the divisional round. We are with at Matty Stats. He's with us in our hearts, but he's not with us on this podcast. And so we're heading into the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. So we've got a special episode planned for you today. We're going to give out our best bets for each of the games in the divisional round. We're going to take a look at each of those games and put together a touchdown parlay. And then we're going to talk about an amazing weekend where Betting with Babies got a chance to travel out to Atlanta to meet the winnable team and a whole bunch of other great sports content creators. And we're going to talk about some things you can expect over the next few weeks and as we work our way uh, into the NBA season as we transition out of the NFL. So really excited to be back. We've got Mr. No Days Off here. How are we doing? Yeah, uh, I won't be taking any Dolphin questions today. Oh, that's convenient. Uh, yeah, no, uh, th- those are those are absolutely not happening. But uh, it was an exciting weekend <clears throat> for football. It's grateful for betting with babies to be able to go out there. <clears throat> and I can't wait to hear all about uh, your experience, Mr. Clutch, in Atlanta with contractors and uh, everyone else you met. Uh, big guy, who was the guy that was rocking the betting with babies beanie that we posted online I wanted to shout him out. That's pretty awesome. He's one of the biggest guys in crypto. Uh, his name's Geraldo. Uh, he's out in Miami, and uh, he was a big fan of betting with babies. We got a chance to connect, and uh, we brought some swag out there, some some new uh, knitted hat or um, beanie hats. And uh, it was cold in Atlanta, so it worked out. Everybody was rocking the betting with babies hats in Atlanta, and brought them back to their hometown. And we spotted some betting with babies merch on Instagram today, which was awesome. So great new connection. Shout out for the love over there. Yeah, that, that's pretty awesome. If you want to get that, I'm sure they'll be up on our store pretty soon. And uh, let's get into the pod picks. You have first and second place pod picks right here. Uh, third place, who will be sponsoring uh, the third annual Betting with Babies conference. He, he couldn't make it. I don't know where he is. He might still be crying about it. I'm not sure. Yeah, we dropped the dead weight coming out of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, our Maddie Stats, our, our champion from last year, uh, had a tough finish to the season, kind of like the Philadelphia Eagles. Shout out to the Eagles fans. Sorry. Um, but yeah, you got the top two uh, in pod picks this season. Who's going to give you your t- our take on the divisional round? We've got four games, uh, two games on Saturday, one at 4.30, one at 8.15. So definitely want to prioritize your time with the kids. Make sure you get in a, enough family time before those games start. And then on Sunday, we've got two more great games uh, at 3 o'clock and 6.30. So as we said, we're going to go through each one of these. We'll give our take on the games. Uh, we'll tell you why we like each one of these games. Uh, we're going to start off with game number one, which is the Houston Texans heading to the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, the Ravens are the number one seed in the AFC. They've gotten some time to rest. They they sat down and watched the Texans beat their division rivals. And uh, this is going to be an interesting game coming into it. And uh, Teddy, I'm curious your thoughts. Uh, what do you How do you see this game going? So the Ravens took week 18 off as well. So they've been 
they've been off two full weeks. I think they're going to be a little bit rusty coming out. And uh, C.J. Stroud's, you know, a stud. So I love the Texans plus nine and a half. I think the Ravens win, but I think the Texans are going to keep this game close. How do you feel about that? I'm seeing what you're seeing. You know, it's it, it's interesting that the Ravens have, you know, now rested two straight weeks, as you said, which you would expect them to be healthy, but you don't get that game speed by sitting out on the sidelines and going to practice. And the, the Houston Texans are coming off a massive win and a ton of momentum. They won their last regular season game to win the division. They come in and upset the Browns and really like dominated the Browns from start to finish. And so you've got now a top five ranked defense going up against what I would expect to be a little bit of a sloppy offense for the Ravens. Uh, and I agree with you. Nine and a half points is a, is a big spread in any game. And I just like what CJ Stroud brings to the table, right? He's got four interceptions on the year. Some of the best stats you've ever seen from a rookie quarterback so they can protect the ball. They've got a great coach who I think is up for coach of the year. If they haven't already made that decision, he's got to be in the running for it. And um, I think they can keep this close. I agree with you. I think that the Ravens ultimately find a way to win this game. Um, but I can see them keeping the game close. And I also like the Texans to cover a big spread at plus nine and a half. What do you think about Lamar's uh, playoff record? You know, it's not it's not been that great. You think he uh, things get intense in the playoffs and you got to make a lot of big time throws. Um, and he hasn't been able to do that. So this is, I, this is a good year for him, you know, with, with the Texans, you, you got the Texans and you got a weak Kansas city team and, and a Buffalo team that's not hitting on all cylinders either. I feel like the Ravens, this is the year. If they're going to do it, it's going to be this year. I agree. And, you know, if you're into storylines and NFL scripts and all of that, you know, Which the, I am. The, the colors of the Super Bowl happen oh, purple God. this year. And so a lot of people are thinking the writing's on the wall with the Ravens going out to Vegas. But uh, as far as the, the, the play we have on this game, we'll give you some stats about the numbers. So 62% of the bets are currently on the Texans and 79% of the cash is on the Texans. That's at plus nine and a half. And then when you look at the money line, you also see in big bets come in on the Texans as well. So it's early in the week. You expect more of the public bettors to, to put their bets in as they get closer to Saturday. And so I like where the money is. I think it backs our, our play that we have here. So we're going to lock in the Texans plus nine and a half for the first game of the weekend. Awesome. Next game of the week, we have Packers at 49ers. The 49ers minus nine and a half. That's at Saturday, 8-15. And the 49ers are the number one seed. This game, unlike the Ravens, uh, I think it's too many points. You know, to give it too many points. I like the 49ers minus nine and a half. I don't think the Packers are for real. I think Love is, Love's had a very nice end of the season. But I think he's a little hot and cold. And that 49ers team getting two weeks rest, I, I just think they're a, a veteran team. They got nasty defensive ends. I I just I think with their offensive weapons, they're going to be come out a little bit more uh, greased up and ready to roll on offense. Yeah, I think the difference here when you talk about weeks off, I mean, no, no shade to Harbaugh. But, you know, when you give Shanahan a week to prepare – 
uh, and you're playing a team where he, he knows this head coach very well. He knows this Packer team very well. Uh, I, I think it's a different story when you see the Niners coming off of a, a game of rest, right? And they're playing at home. It's a primetime game. And it's probably another reason why Matty Stats didn't show up today because what an embarrassing performance for the Cowboys. After a great season, although they didn't beat many playoff teams, I think only one, uh, they got embarrassed in front of their home crowd and uh, got to be a tough offseason for the Cowboys and specifically Dak Prescott. And Mike McCarthy. And Mike McCarthy, although they did say they're going to keep Mike McCarthy, but that's what the Cowboys do. They let people play out their, their coaching. I'll, I'll give it to them. Like, they are loyal to their head coaches. But, uh, you know, we all knew Dak could throw for 4,000 yards. What we didn't know is if he can win a playoff game, and we yeah. still don't know if he can win a playoff game. Surely. So that brings us to this Packers-Niners game. So let's go some stats on this game. So current uh, percentage of tickets is 56% of the tickets are on the Packers. And 58% is on the cash. So slightly uh, bigger bets that are on the Packers. Again, we expect the public to come in hot, you know, Friday, Saturday leading up to this game. But this is one where we're going to go against our normal money system. I think that the 49ers have been too consistent. They're too good on both sides of the ball. And they've got a coach that just knows how to manipulate a defense. And I think for that reason, nine and a half is actually not enough points in this one. And we're going to side with the Niners minus nine and a half. Uh, on Saturday night primetime. So that brings us to Sunday, 3 o'clock. Now we're getting into the, the Sunday, the 3 o'clock, 6 o'clock, which I love. You know, the game's over by like 9, 9.30. You can go to bed at a reasonable hour on Sunday. Uh, but we've got the 3 o'clock game up first, and that is the Buccaneers. How do they make it to the divisional round? And the Lions. Now this is a pure no days off, bet with your heart, bet I'm going Lions all day. I want to see the Lions in the FC Championship game. Amato, tell me you agree with me. I agree with you, and for all of the listeners out there, this is the only bet I've placed so far this week for the NFL. When I saw this line come out, I immediately jumped on the Lions because I do expect it to get over 6.5, and, and once it moves towards 7, 7.5, it starts to lose that value. So I love it at 6.5 for that exact reason. you got home field. You've got Dan Campbell. Just just, just the heart of Detroit behind this team. And I'd also expect to see them in the NFC Championship. You know, in the beginning of the year, most experts would say that the Bucks are probably going to have a top five pick. And so mm-hmm. by all means, this is a great season for the Bucks. It's a, 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 a rebranding for Baker Mayfield. He looked great the other night, so don't want to take anything away from him. But there's levels to this in the playoffs. And when you look at the weapons Detroit has and the defensive line that this team has, I expect the Lions to come out and win this game. And I love the Lions at minus six and a half. I think, even though I'm a Baker, you know Baker's one of my guys. Baker's one of your guys. Minshew, Baker, and Tua, those are my guys right there. Yeah, but Detroit, man. Oh, Detroit in the Super Dan Campbell on Radio Row all week. You know how many, you know, clips we're gonna get, biting kneecaps and kicking ass and taking names. I I think it's gonna be. Uh, I think Detroit's gonna overpower them, and they're gonna head to the NFC Championship game. I love the six and a half. I love I love this bet. Yeah, and the money supports us. You know, we like to see the system play. We like to see bigger bets on the team that we're riding on, and, and you're seeing that 
uh, with the Lions. Right now, you've got 47% of the tickets, but 75% of the cash. So you've got some big bets on the Lions. And I, I would expect this, this line to move above seven. So if you're listening to this podcast, it's going to drop tomorrow morning, so Thursday morning. I would jump on this line and try to get it at six and a half. Uh, and we'll be riding together because we're on the Lions this weekend. So lock in the Lions at minus six and a half. And that's going to bring us to the game I'm most excited about, which is the Sunday night game, Chiefs at Bills. This is a 6.30 game. So for us on the East Coast, we get a little taste of what it's like watching sports for the West Coast people. We get to go to bed early and we get to see an amazing game. So these teams have played each other back-to-back years in the playoffs. We all know the story. Mahomes is undefeated at home. But for the first time ever, he's got to travel in the playoffs. And he's headed to a very difficult place to play, which is out in Buffalo. And the weather's expected to be another cold, windy, snowy game. And so I'm really excited for this one. Current line is minus two and a half. Teddy, what do you think about this? This is a tough one. The Bills' defense is beat up, and the Bills have a lot of backups playing. But that Chiefs' offense, I mean, can Mahomes will that offense to another victory? I I don't think he can. I think Josh Allen puts this team on his back. He is so good. I'm so jealous that the Bills have a Superman on their team. He is he is literally a Superman. I think this is the year that he does it, and he finally beats Mahomes. I like the Bills minus two and a half. I'm interested in your take. Yeah, well, first, I mean, it is painful to, to think back and know that the Jets had the number two overall pick in this draft, and we went ahead and drafted Sam Darnold. Uh, and we watched Josh Allen slip down and end up going to Buffalo, and he's become the absolute stud that he is now. Uh, so I agree with you. I mean, it's interesting, right? Like, it's hard to – it's not a profitable strategy to bet against Patrick Mahomes. Let's just call it what it is. Um, but they haven't been the same Chiefs team that we're used to. Rashid Rice looks like he's going to be a star. Um, but outside of that, Kelsey really hasn't played well in the back half of the year. Their receivers have had trouble holding on to the ball all season long. And the Buffalo Bills are the hottest team in the NFL, right? They had to win five straight to get into the playoffs. They won their division. They've got a great win last week. And they got their home field advantage. You know, I'm just picturing right now last year with the Chiefs celebrating and the confetti coming down and Stefan Diggs just standing in the middle of the field by himself watching the Chiefs celebrate and go to the Super Bowl. He's been waiting and this whole team's been waiting all year to get another shot at Mahomes. And I'm biased. I'll preface this with I'm holding a Buffalo Bills Super Bowl ticket. When they were six and seven, <laughs> I think I put in the Bills two hundred dollars to win five thousand five hundred dollars on the Bills. They're currently offering me a nine hundred dollar cash out, and I'm saying no, thank you, because I'm taking the Bills in this game at minus two and a half, and I think they're going to the AFC Championship, and hopefully they're headed to the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, I hope not. I know it's a little bit bittersweet. We don't—I don't typically root for other AFC East teams, but in this case, everything's sort of aligned to say, you know what, this is the best buy low spot you can possibly get on the Bills this season, and it's worked out so far. So I'm gonna will this one forward. Out of all the plays, this is my most bet with your heart play because I'm holding this ticket. But I do—I do believe that the Bills can get this done. Right now, there's nothing really to learn about the money. It's 50-50 split across the board. There's really no lean either way. So, you know, we'll wait and see how to where this line ends up. But at minus two and a half, I'm taking the Bills at home under a field goal uh, to win this game. 
So let's lock in the bills and let's do a recap on what we're thinking as far as a divisional round winners. And if you love pain like we do, we're going to wrap these into a parlay and we're going to try to hit them all at once. So we got the Texans plus nine and a half. We've got the 49ers minus nine and a half. We got the Lions minus six and a half and the Bills minus two and a half. You can lock that in for probably a plus 800 or so parlay when we get to, no, to Friday. So, so you locked that in today, which I did. I locked it in. It's plus 1,155. Ooh-wee. All right. Juicy. All right. I'm going to go lock that in right now before any of these lines move. Uh, right? We'll, we'll drop that's a this, nice payout. We'll drop this parlay on the page. Um, all right. So that wraps up our, our pod picks for the divisional round and where, where, we're, where we're leaning. Uh, now we're going to get into our touchdown score. So with four games, we're going to put together a touchdown parlay. This is where we give you our favorite touchdown scores of the day. And so we like a we like a TD score from each one of these games. Starting with the first game, we've got the Houston Texans and the Baltimore Ravens. Teddy, who's our first touchdown scorer from this one? You know what? I think Nico Collins has become the man. I mean, he did the it's the third year jump. You know, a lot of receivers do this, and he is like a number one receiver now. He. Of course, this year, because I've had him the last two years of fantasy. But that's besides the point. This is his year. I mean, C.J. Stroud, throwing him the ball deep, throwing, throwing the ball a lot, you know, going his way a lot. And I think he is the number one receiver in Houston. They're, they're, I think they'll be down and they'll need to throw it. So I like, I like Nico Collins. What do you think? I, I think Nico's a stud. I mean, he's really come along this year. And, it, you know, he hasn't. He hasn't really had a quarterback the last couple of years, so I can't really fault him for that. But, you know, him and C.J. Stroud seem to have a really good connection. You know, they've got that rookie Tank Dell that went down. Uh, I think, yep. he, you know, it makes it even harder on defenses when Dell's there, the speedster underneath. So I like Nico Collins, and, you know, the Ravens secondary has been strong all year long, um, but it's not going to stop C.J. Stroud from throwing the ball downfield, and he can sling it. I mean, this yeah. guy makes look a 70-yard pass look like nothing jackpot for yeah. the Houston Texans with that pick. Right? Oh my gosh. Can you imagine the can you imagine like picking the quarterback that leads you to the AFC Championship game? Just imagine or you could have had the quarterback that has one win or two wins. How many wins did the Panthers have? Two? One. Two wins. One? one yeah. Win. One win and 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 talk about like polar opposites, right? I, but they saw something in him that most people didn't, and they hit the jackpot. I mean, this guy's a stud. He's clearly offensive uh, rookie of the year. And um, they're about two years ahead of schedule when you look at that roster. Yeah. They've got great draft picks coming up. So Texans are built to stay a while, and I think D'Amico Ryan deserves coach of the year consideration, if not coach of the year. So I let's would, I think everyone expected him to like have a top-five pick. Yeah, exactly. And they're talking about – potentially going to the AFC Championship, which is wild. So let's lock in Nico Collins, the number one receiver on Houston, as our number one touchdown scorer. Uh, I'll take number two. Nobody's going to be surprised by this. But I think after watching this entire season, uh, it would be pretty stupid of us to not put our guy, CMC, into the touchdown parlay. Uh, they've had a week off. He's rested. I mean, this guy, you know, if you ever see his pictures of him after the game, he's always bruised up and banged up. He takes a beating every game. And so to get a week or two off, get some rest, feel fresh, we expect them to feed CMC 
and uh, we love him as our number two touchdown scorer. Absolutely. For number three, I'm going to go, you know, as I I'm, – I'm a huge Lions fan now. I'm a Lions fan the rest of the playoffs. So if the Lions are going to score, they're going to pound the ball in the end zone, and that's one guy and one guy only, David Montgomery. I love him. Uh, I, I – you know, Dan Campbell, he's inside the five. He's just his mentality is power football. We're gonna run it down your throats. And that and their power back is Montgomery, so I, I'm taking him. I love it. I mean I've been a Montgomery all year long. I started off the season with five touchdowns in the first three games. Then he fell off a little bit when he got banged up. But Dan Campbell just loves to run the ball. He's got two great running backs on that team. And I think they use him to perfection the way they balance them both out. So we're going to lock in David Montgomery against the Bucks team that's typically pretty good against the run. Uh, but the way Goff was able to sort of pick apart the Rams, I think he went 21 for 21. Uh, in completions to start that game, which is wild. Um, we expect them to have to put the secondary, you know, back there, and that's going to open it up for Montgomery. So give us David Montgomery for number three. And then we've got a few options on this last game, right? We've got a, a couple touchdown scores. No one's been really too consistent. Obviously, Rice had three touchdowns, I think, last weekend, which is wild. And Kelsey hasn't know. gotten in the end zone in a long time. So a lot of drops, a lot of drops, a lot of drops. This is a game where I can see Kelsey scoring a touchdown. And so we've been going back and forth with Josh Allen or Kelsey. You know, I, it's always risky to put a quarterback in there unless you're going with Jalen Hurts. But Josh Allen has no problem diving over a pile or, or, or scrambling, scrambling for, for a touchdown. God, I but wish I, he was my QB. I do too. But for this, I'm going to lean Kelsey here. Uh, I just think he's due. It's a primetime game. Andy Reid is going to do everything possible to try and get him open and get him in the end zone. And they're on the road here. And I think Mahomes is going to look to his number one key guy that he's been in these trenches with before. And so give us Travis Kelsey for a touchdown as our number fourth TD score. Let me just tell you, that's a plus 1,339. That's Nico Collins, Run CMC, David Montgomery, and Travis Kelsey. So if you've got $200 yep. laying around and you put 100 on the first bet and 100 on the second bet and we cash those, you're going to be up over $2,000 from those two bets. <laughs> and there's some free plays coming on FanDuel and DraftKings uh, this weekend. So... We will post those on the page, and this po uh, podcast will be out on Thursday morning. So hopefully you get the best lines and you get a chance to get those odds and uh, tail these plays with us. We can sweat it out together. All right, so there's no Thursday night parlay. This is where we typically give you a Thursday night parlay. But this time, we're going to talk about a new partnership that we have. And so we had an opportunity. We got invited out to Atlanta this weekend for the first inaugural winnable uh, wildcard weekend conference. Uh, those of you who are on our winnable page and members on our page, even the free page, we appreciate all the support. And we met a ton of great people out there. And one of our newest partnerships is with the Sleeper app, the Daily Fantasy Sports Sleeper app. And so we've got our own custom code that we want to give out to all of the listeners and followers on the page. And if you've never signed up with Sleeper, if you make a first-time deposit, using our code they're going to match your first deposit up to 500 dollars okay so we're going to post our code on the page 
And uh, it's BWBCEO is our private code. So BWBCEO on the Sleeper app. We'll post that on the page. You're going to get a $500 deposit match. And what we're going to do is we're going to build ourselves a daily fantasy sports parlay for the divisional round. And that way we can all tail that play together. Um, typically, they give out a risk-free bet. So what I'm hoping we do is we get some folks to use our code. They get a deposit match on their first deposit, and then they get a completely risk-free bet. So if you win that bet with us, it's likely going to be around a plus 600 bet. So if you win that bet, you're going to cash for $600. If you lose that bet, you're going to get your money back. So it's a win-win, and we'd really appreciate the support. We're excited about this partnership. So when we drop this code on the page, or if you're listening to now, go sign up on the App Store, download the app Sleeper, and use our promo code BWBCEO to get a $500 deposit match on your first deposit. Really exciting stuff to have sponsorships. And we got a few potential sponsorships that are also coming down the line. We're trying to negotiate what makes sense for us and our community. Um, but the Sleeper app is one that we're excited about. And uh, we cashed our first Sleeper bet. So now we're going to try to roll that into the divisional round this weekend. Yeah, really exciting stuff. Uh, so t tell me, you went to a basketball game. Uh, you, met some, you met some CEOs of Winnable and prize picks, right? Yeah, we met the PrizePix CEO. They hosted us for a watch party. Um, and basically what happened is Winnable, you know, invited the top 30 sports betting content creators out to Atlanta to have a three-day sort of sports betting meets social media um, collaboration event. And it was great. I mean, we had some really awesome speakers, the PrizePix CEO. Uh, we had uh, some representatives from Odds Jam. We had sponsors from Happy Dad. Uh, we had sponsors from ATS Studio out at, in Atlanta. Shout out to ATS Studio. They had provided amazing accommodations, amazing hospitality. They got a state-of-the-art facility. And I'm really excited to see, you know, after they cut up and, and edit all the content that we created over the weekend, you know, how that all comes together. But it was a great weekend, a little bit outside of my element being a dad. I might have been one of the only dads in there. Um, I walked in and immediately saw people I recognized from YouTube and TikTok and Instagram. I mean, people with millions of followers that were in there doing photo shoots and interviews and pranks and you name it. You got these great marketers. And then you had a group of, of guys like us uh, that are real sports betters. Right. And so the goal of the weekend was try to bring those two worlds together, these marketers, these social media content creators and the real sharps in the sports betting space and try to leverage each other's expertise to come together and really build up the winnable platform as the leading uh, platform in the sports betting space. So it was a it was an awesome weekend. That's amazing to hear. Appreciate you putting in the work, getting our name out there, getting our logo and uh, our merch out there. And uh, listen, we're uh, we're doing this brick by brick, and we uh, we have a lot of fun things planned for the off season. Well, NFL off season, we don't have an off season, but you know, NBA season, and co coming up in the uh, spring and summer, we have some really awesome things planned. And we keep adding, we keep growing, and we're gonna keep doing this thing, right? That's it. I mean, one of the cool things that's out there is it was very clear that, you know, with our community, like we're only only ones that were out there that have a really specific mission. 
you know, and our mission to focus on helping sports betting parents, you know, strike that perfect balance between parenthood and sports. And, you know, I think people really attached to that mission and wanted to be a part of it. And by the end of the weekend, we saw people wearing the Betting with Babies merch. They were asking questions on how they can get involved. Um, and we were coming up with some really good ideas on how to create some content. So it was good to get our name out there. You know, we're working hard as tired dads. You don't really know what the outside world thinks of you or expects from you. But it was clear that, you know, people uh, want to be a part of the Betting with Babies community and they love the mission that we're after. And as Teddy said, we're, we're just getting started. And I think this weekend was real validation for three years of grinding brick by brick to get an invite out to uh, the special event. One of the coolest Absolutely. people I met out there was the prize pick CEO, uh, really awesome dude and amazing company. Uh, and that's one of the companies that we hope to be partnering with as well. They hosted us for a watch party uh, for the wildcard round. So we got to go to their headquarters. They have amazing facility, downtown Atlanta, uh, flat screen TVs, a bunch, got to meet a bunch of their employees and content creators and everybody just treated us like gold. You know, it was a really great experience, grateful to be part of it. Uh, and we fell in love with these, you know, uh, sports pick, pick them sites, right? And so you put together, basically you, you pick your player props and you can make two choices. You go more or less. So for example, you've got, okay, Josh Allen, 225 passing yards. You think he's going to go more or less. And you put together some parlays and you can go 2X, 5X, 10X, 100X, depending on the parlays you put together. Uh, and we threw a couple of slips in and won some some tickets. And we're hoping to to, to become a, a partner of Prize Pick soon and be able to offer some great value and discounts back to our community and, and to all of our followers. So shout out to everybody who was a part of it. We got lots of engagement on the page over the weekend. And again, just real validation for three tired dads with six kids trying to trying to create a better sports betting community for parents. Uh, it was great to be out there and, and uh, see it all come together. Yes, it was. And, and look on the page because we're going to be uh, continuing to post things that that we saw that, you know, we experienced and, uh, you know, if you see Betting with Babies logo on Instagram or any any of the social media platforms, tag us in it. We'll uh, we'll give you a shout out. Yeah, we'll give you a shout out. Give you some free access to our membership. Uh, we did get some new hats made and some new beanies made. We're gonna post those on the page. So if you're interested in getting some Betting with Babies swag, definitely reach out to us. Uh, and I, I think over the next few weeks, what we want to do is we want to talk to our, our followers and our listeners, folks who have been with us over the years, you know, and we'd love to just get some testimonials from folks who have been following our page. They've joined our membership, you know, what stood out to, to join our community, you know, what's your experience with other sports betting platforms and, you know, what makes betting with babies, you know, stand out amongst the crowd. So if you're interested in helping out and collaborating with us on some content and you've got some, some things to say, good or bad, uh, we want to hear from you. So if you hear this podcast and you're interested in being a part of that, DM us. We'd love to set up some time to, to interview you and get some, some honest, full, transparent testimonials uh, so we can put it on the page. All right. And so, you know, that wraps it up for this weekend. We're going to, we did a quick show on the wild card weekend. Uh, as you know, as three dads, we got to get out of here pretty quickly. Um, but it's always great recording with you. It's sad. Maddie stats couldn't be here with us. Um, but we're going to be back again next weekend. Well, a little bit because I'd really love to give him some shit for the Cowboys. Um, I missed out on that. And especially because we, we've made an agreement that I wouldn't talk about your dolphins. Uh, so I feel like it was a missed opportunity to, 
to talk about the Cowboys. But we'll 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 save it for next time. We'll be back next weekend. Uh, hopefully after cashing two big tickets, one for each game in the divisional round, and then for our touchdown score. So as always, whether you follow or fade our picks, we hope you make some cash. Thanks for listening. See you next week.